Philanthropy. It's all about giving to the causes that matter to you the most and making a real difference in the lives of others. But is this an activity that is reserved just for the super wealthy? Or is it possible for the average person to become a philanthropist? What cause tugs at your heart that you wish you could provide funding for? Is there a way right now to live your dream with purpose? These are the blaring questions this podcast will explore. You'll hear from people that are making it happen, how they're doing it, along with tips, techniques, and ideas along the way. Prepare to get inspired, motivated, and learn as you step into the dream of living your best life with purpose. My name is Nancy Landa. Welcome to Cause Talk Radio. My guest on today's show is Mr. Bill Nolan. Bill is a certified biofeedback specialist and licensed spiritual healer coach with a BS from New York Institute of Technology State College. He has been involved in inflammatory stress work and is highly integrated with higher concept and spiritual work. Bill has led an eclectic life, to say the least. Originally from upstate New York, he has lived all over the United States. Bill worked for a consulting firm and has helped Fortune 500 firms along with smaller private companies. Then, escaping from Hurricane Katrina, he moved to Phoenix, Arizona, working with traditional health clinics and then moving to new technology-driven modalities. He has fused his desires for service to others and animals, truth-seeking, perfection, and business ownership with Planet Bioscan. After working in emerging biotechnology, technological industries, he continues to search for ways to improve the human and animal condition, value maturity, yet staying youthful, enjoying the ride, helping others is the path he is on. He values kindness, intelligence, a larger perspective, animals, and honesty with a dash of mystery to keep things interesting. Once Bill mastered his scanning and frequency work with Your Planet Bioscan, he began working on himself, emphasizing creativity and deep potential work. Then his opus work resulted. Welcome to the show, Bill. Oh, hi. Thanks for having me, Nancy. How are you today? Groovy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a word. Yeah, I've always said that, and everyone thought I was from New York. I'm sorry, I'm from California, and I'm from New York, but I just always liked that word. And we're in that, that generation, I guess, huh? I think so. Yeah. So let me ask you, let's get started here. Who had the biggest influence on you as a kid and why? Well, I, you know, I think for most of it, it's, it's our parents. I would say that, but just for the early years, later on, it was probably what, like a lot of young kids, sports figures and things like that. Um, but then I started to kind of go my own road and I didn't really have anyone to my consciousness uh, guide me or influence me. But later on, I did. Okay. Well, what was life like for you growing up as a young child? Well, it was pretty standard, I think. Uh, I'm from upstate New York, Rochester. And I a little different that, um, though there are many of us, I was adopted from, I guess, very young, few months and my parents told me, probably six or seven years old, and I had really nice parents, but I oh, that always, I don't want to say intrigued me, but kept me wondering who I was. So I, 
I probably had an identity conflict for most of my youth. (laughs) (laughs) Who am I? Okay. So when you were a teenager, what did you want to do with your life? What was your dream? Well, when I was a teenager, I, I wanted to be an athlete, but I was not good enough. So then I thought I wanted to be a sports writer because I thought, well, I can't play. I'll still be a part of it. And then I went to college and that completely changed. And and for a long time, I did not know what I wanted to do. And that stressed me out because I'm from kind of a high achievement background and culture. So I just took a lot of different things to try to find my way. And it took me a long time to find that way, to tell you the truth. Tell me about the lowest time in your life. Uh, I was homeless in Mississippi. I did not have a car. I lived in an office building. I went to the YMCA to go to take a shower and go to the bathroom. I knew hardly any, I didn't know anyone there anymore. A friend brought me down there and then deserted me. And I was pretty scared. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Let's talk about your scanning and frequency work because that is really fascinating. You're able to help people all across the country with your frequency work. How well, really is that, anywhere in the world, as long as I know where they are. How is that possible? Right. I know it seems far-fetched. Yeah. Well, how, how we explain it is everyone has an electronic fingerprint or signature. Okay. And that is your birth name, your birthday, and then where you, what city and state you were born. Because you're an electrical being, and I utilize a computer, it's an interface between the computer, it's a scalar frequency computer, quantum-based, and that, I punch those, that information in, and it literally, you could say it's like a satellite, and I explain it like that, it's probably not quite that way, but people can, can understand that, yeah. so it hones in you like a satellite, so to speak, and there's a connection. And we know it works because of the results, but the information we gather for skeptics and even, you know, of course you should be a little skeptical of anything anyone says nowadays. <laughs> the information we gather is so spot on. There's no doubt about it. Plus the effects it has on folks. And it's all positive. There's nothing nefarious or anything going on with it. It's working with your subconscious and, um, it's, it is, like you say, thanks. It's pretty fascinating. It's so not what new. Can, what can frequency help with? What, what typically do you see as clients? What are their problems? It, it, yeah, it, it varies, but I, I've been focusing on the non-physical. It can definitely help balance out physical stress, but it, I've been focusing on everything but the physical. And then a lot of times, and I say everything but the physical, your emotions, your psychology, your spirituality. And a lot of times when those things get balanced out, a lot of the physical ones do too. I'm specializing in people's dreams, their connections. Um, particularly, I'm working, this is physical, but I'm honing in on their pineal gland. Right. And the reason for that, Nancy, is Many people believe the pineal gland connects to their, a lot of folks have heard this, what we call your third eye, in that your 
your intuition, your insight. And also folks believe, and I, I've, I've seen this in action from the results, seems to perhaps connect to creator, source, God. Um, I say we're, we're created, we're connected anyway, but it seems to be a focal point. I have heard here recently that fluoride has a negative effect on the pineal gland. Have you heard that? I have, and I think there's a lot of probably justification in that. I'll give you a couple examples. But yes, the theory is that it helps, it, I say it helps, but it doesn't help. It, it, but, but it makes the pineal gland calcify, harden, clog up. And I've used this example before. We know for sure that during World War II, the Germans put fluoride in the water of the uh, prison camps. And we know they weren't out for their best interests. So why did they do that? It wasn't for their teeth. It was to, we believe, to dull them down, disconnect them from their, from source, and, and, and nefarious things. So yes, and I think that's probably a lot to that. Does it also affect your critical um, critical thinking ability? Probably because if you're not in tune to source as well as you'd like to be, a lot of things can go awry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think people, some people may be able to look back over their life and go, I've been on the way wrong track. Yeah. And, you know, in that case, I think we're responsible for everything, but that sure doesn't help. It certainly handicaps you. And your ability to make good decisions. Do I? I No, I think that it would affect your ability oh. to make good decisions. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, most of the time, but I, I've made some pretty big boomers. <laughs> I didn't mean you, yours. I mean, <laughs> sorry. A person's. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, you know, really, it should. And again, we've, in theory, it should, but we've seen it in action, the results. And I'm an, uh, above all, Nancy, I'm a, personally, I'm a truth seeker. That's what got me involved with all this kind of work on a yeah. personal level. And I like results. And we've seen that with many people with this kind of work. So, you know, as I say, the proof is in the pudding. I guess that would be the pudding. Can you tell me a specific story that is memorable to you of someone that had remarkable results with your frequency work? And, and please don't give their name. Right. This is a simple one, but I love it. I think a lot of us can re could relate to this. I had a gentleman who his son came home from the military and he was dishonorably discharged, but nothing criminal. It just it didn't work out. But he, he came home with that baggage. And he stayed with his dad. His mom had, had, wasn't there. And they did not get along. He came to me and asked me if I could help. And I said, sure, I'll try. And I don't want to exaggerate. I think we just worked on it once, but it might have been twice. Um, we tried to remove the stress barriers and factors and just get the young man balanced out and a little more focused. And, and more importantly, to, in his case, kind of relieve the inhibitions. And so when I saw his father, after we worked with the young guy, he came into the office and was really quiet. And I, it made me think 
it, it didn't go well because he was right, there to right. talk. <laughs> He's going to give you a He's a really, <laughs> I know. And it, it's like kind of out of a script, Hollywood script almost. This big, burly guy. He comes in, he's real quiet, and he usually isn't. And so I'm like, oh, goodness, maybe that didn't go too well. And he, he, he just stood there. I said, you can you can sit down. And he, and he did. And then he started looking at me. And then he started getting a little teary-eyed. He said, well, my son came into my den where I work. He said he came in Friday, and he said, um, this was Monday. He goes, he sat down in front of me and just looked at me and said, Dad, uh, I love you. And he'd never said anything like that before. Wow. And then, I don't know if you remember the, um, I don't know how many years ago. <laughs> it's probably scary how many years. But there used to be a credit card. I think it was Visa commercial that said, priceless. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and from there, as you can imagine, it just got better and better for them. But, you know, that, that, was, that was intense. Yeah, so that shows that this helps with relationships with people. Yes. It removes barriers, blockages, and it can't make you be what you're not. Thank goodness. But, and I always say this, but it can certainly bring out tremendous potential that you may know you, you might not know you ever have. That's really fascinating. So, okay. You've done this work for a while and you now have a, big project that you're really passionate about that all of your work with frequencies have brought you to this point. Can you tell my listeners more about your help is on the way film and TV series? Surely. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know which one's going to come first. First I thought the movie and then the TV series, we'll see how it plays out, but they're related. They're not the same, but they're related. Okay. The film is a true story about a collective group of people who went to a, a life expo, like a self-help life expo, all with big ambitions and, and a lot of um, troubles of their own at the same time. And they met other experts and, and guides and gurus and inventors who had their services and products to, to offer. And together, they all helped each other become what they wanted with a lot of pretty big adventures along the way. And we thought it would be a tremendous film and inspiration, particularly because two things, it's true. And then what happened? So people can then learn about these modalities, practices, therapists, even have some animals that we've got a dog, a cat and a horse and a dolphin that could that could be a part of this that um, demonstrated show demonstratedly showed that they can help people. And it's just a, a wonderful notion and we wanted to put it together as a film and show the people that there's all kinds of great stuff out there right now they don't know about or they don't think is legit and how it can be a part of their life if they want and so it's very inspirational and knowledgeable but it's entertaining at the same time because we've kind of noticed that if people aren't entertained they won't watch right (laughs) Right. So let's let's back up the truck for a minute because you said yeah, something. Sorry. No. That was no. my elevator pitch. It was really long. <laughs> my own. And I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you're talking about people and pets. Do frequencies work oh, yeah. on pets? 
Well, yes, I'm, I'm probably saying so much at the same time. Sorry for everyone out there listening. Yes, the, uh, the supercomputer does. As a matter of fact, it works better. On, it works best on pets, second best on children. And I joke, it works the worst um, on, we, or we have a tougher time with um, crotchety, grumpy old men. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get out from watching the news. You got to get away from the TV. Yeah, well, it, it, scientifically, we think it's because, and to stick up for the crotchety, uh, grumpy old men, they've worked hard at taking trying to take care of their families, and they're they're just they're stressed out. Well, but, sure, uh, but if you sit in front of the TV and watch the news all day long, you're going to be grumpy. Yeah, or, and or brainwashed, and definitely <laughs> going down the wrong road. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a whole nother five hour talk we could have. Right? <laughs> I know your listeners, I'm sure your listeners are pretty aware of that, though. But um, no, what I mean is the blockages. Um, animals are less blocked. Children, even us, uh, as right. humans, less. It just seems a lot of um, older guys, they're set in their ways. That's what we mean. Yeah. Now, getting back to your film and TV series, who are you hoping to reach? In other words, who do you think your target audience should be? Well, not to sound silly, but really... Everyone, anyone and everyone, because it just can help folks in so many ways. That's why I think one of the reasons it's interesting, because there's so many different people and things that they have their practices, services and devices and helpers to offer. So it could be anything physical. It could be anything emotional, psychological. You name it, literally. So it'll inspire people correct correct and Should. open them to the idea of quantum technology perhaps yes not just mine i mean we have there was so many other types of modalities and um practices and as i say we've got uh, we've got a, a cat and you know you have to see us to believe it but we have a cat that has proved to be psychic in that now, the cat doesn't talk to people, but it, her owner, they communicate, and then they tell the people who want their service what's going on. The cat tells the owner what's going on with the person. Huh. So it's very helpful, and it's funny. And the, the, the cat's owner insists the cat's from God. God made the, made the cat, too. Right. And the cat's in tune. And it's just awesome. And this cat works with dolphins. The cat works with dolphins? Yes, in, in that they'll go out in the ocean on a boat, and they do not plan this. The dolphins, to my knowledge, have never not shown up. And then people in the boat, when if the dolphins come close enough, touch, you know, it's all safe. It's supervised. They will touch, if they can, the dolphins, if they're close enough, or at least be in the vicinity of them. The cat and the dolphins seem to talk, and the cat tells the owner what the dolphins said. And people come out of that transformed and just unbelievable. Not all of them, but enough to report that there's something going on there. Okay, and it's so just, and this is documented. It's unbelievable. How does the cat communicate with its owner? Telepathically, they they you know they 
you you can see it kind of um, in that there's the cat staring at the dolphins. The dolphins are staring at the cat. So I guess we can't prove it, but it's something's going on because you right. see. Yeah. And so this is just one thing we have to offer. And that could be a, a movie by itself, I guess. But really, we have tremendously unique stories and people in critters to uh, showcase. So it, it's it's almost out of this world. <laughs> so what kind of a budget is required for producing this? The movie well, my and goal, TV series? I have no idea. No, I know. And, you know, Hollywood's pretty inflated. And I think those days might be gone. But saying that, you still have to up with a certain amount of money to pay quality people. You get what you pay for. Nice. So my goal always was to produce a movie, also to be inspirational, in that you, I wanted to produce a movie with just under a million dollars. So you don't, I could say, wow, we did a classic, an all-timer, and it cost just less than, you don't need a million dollars, I was always saying. And I still want to stick to that. Now, having said that, there's a lot of places we want to go in, in different locations. That was just pretty much one or two locations. But if someone wanted to come along that was really impressed with this and wanted to be an investing partner and could help us go around the world, um, it would cost a lot more, but we'd be open to it. Would that be like the TV series? No. So the TV series we have in mind would be, it's a takeoff from the folks that were in, that, be, that met with each other and became practitioners at the Life Expo. We'd have a group of these of these know-it-alls. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> we have a group of these folks who have honed their skills and are really good at what they do. We call them. We kind of phrase it as a, uh, an eclectic group of Anthony Bourdain type of what we call um, mentors, and they're always quote on the hunt unquote for new and exciting modalities, technologies, inventions, therapists, practitioners, animal helpers. And we, each episode, we pair up different helpers with people in need that match what those folks have to offer and showcase that and make that fun, too. And, you know, that is um, almost, you'd think, a natural progression from the film. But now, as time has gone along, not necessarily. That could be done first. And, and it doesn't matter. But um, Which would you do first easier, if it was up to that's you? That's easier to do than the movie because the movie is such a long story where you can have the, the television show collective all ready to go and shoot the episodes without background explanation, but it's a good problem. Right. Right. I get that. I hope that made sense. Yeah, it does. Totally. So how can my listeners find out more and support your movie? Well, they can go to um, the website that talks about this frequency work and get a little bit of idea of what I'm personally doing. It's called yourplanetbioscan.com. Okay. I'll be sure I to have put a, that in the show notes as well. Okay, thanks. I have a mm -hmm. fast, maybe funny story on why it's called that. Oh, please tell. Well, I don't know if it's funny really, but it was Planet Bioscan. And please don't Google that one because unbeknownst to me, I got hacked a few years ago mm. and I found out who did it because they want you to know. And what, what it was is, and I found out, hor you know, horrifically, I went to my own website and 
there was stuff on there that you wouldn't want to show anyone. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God, I thought I was seeing things. I was horrified. And they contacted me, the people who did that. What This is probably common people know, but I, I didn't know this goes on. There's groups out there of people, nothing better to do, and they'll hack your website, and then they'll get a hold of you and say, well, if you pay us a certain amount of money, we'll release it to you. And I said, no, thank you. And yeah. um, so I had to quickly rename it because people were, I, I was pretty busy and people wanted to find me and it was shocking. So I just put, I don't want to change the name too much. So I put your planet bioscan. So anyway, that's a probably a boring story of how that came to be, but it's a little funny sounding your planet bioscan, but it, it is each person's planet bioscan that was going to happen for them. But it was originally planet bioscan. And I just don't want people to type that in because I don't know what will come up. Right, right. I know. So I, it's like I was really embarrassed, but um, it wasn't really my fault. But gee, people don't have anything better to do out there sometimes. That kind of stuff happens all the time, unfortunately. Bill, it has been such a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to be here with me. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we go? There is. I have a lot of information about the project, the film, and the TV show. If, if interested parties are wanting to know, and they can email me. I'm sure okay. you'll probably put it at the bottom. Absolutely. It's billagogo at AOL.com. Everyone teases me for still being on AOL, but um, I'm loyal. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're used to it. I'm used to it. Nancy, thanks a lot. It was really fun. Well, folks, if Bill has inspired you today, or maybe you'd like more information about his movie, his TV show, and how you can help with that, listen carefully when the music starts. You'll know exactly what to do. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and were inspired by the content that was presented. Don't forget to click the subscribe button so you'll be notified as soon as new episodes are available. For more information about anything on today's show, head on over to causetalkradio.com. Click on the podcast link to locate this episode's post. There you'll find all the information covered on today's podcast, including links for easy navigation.